I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Roll up, roll up. Hey, it's Donnie May from the Humor Experiment podcast. And it's great to have you back with me this week. It's awesome. Ring-a-ding-ding. Today, I'm going to interview a guest. Her name is Caitlin Strongarm. And she is apparently a performer, maker and facilitator, as I've been um, told by Instagram. But... I have been looking on the outskirts of this gal and all of the wonderful things she does and I'd say she's a lot more than that and I'm really excited to get to know her a little better with you guys as well and find out about all her adventures and I'm very excited and I've been looking forward to this chat. So without further ado, let's just get into it and give her a call. (laughs) Hello. Hello, Caitlin. It's Dottie May. How are you doing? Hey, Dottie. I'm good. How are you, mate? Oh, this is wonderful. I'm really, really well. Um, so you're on the Humor Experiment podcast. I did forewarn you. <laughs> you did. No, you did well. I thought I better I let the know audience know. Oh, surprise. You've been pranked. No, I thought I better inform the audience as well that I didn't catch you completely off guard. <laughs> No, you've done well. <laughs> uh, and how's your morning been? Yes, look, so far so good. I'm At the moment I'm just sticking tape to the back of my feet because I bought some new shoes yesterday. But I did a really silly thing in that I bought new shoes, but I only have one pair of shoes. I gave my old shoes away to the oh. place where I bought the new shoes. Oh, no. Um, so the new shoes are great, but they're really sore. Anyway, that's my morning. That's sticking a rough day. And we can all relate oh. to that. Yeah. We've all been there. It's all right. It's only uphill from here. <laughs> I hope not. I hope you can just sit down. But <laughs> <laughs> And how long are you back in Australia for? Um, I'm here until Monday and then I'm and then I'm gone again. I'm in Brisbane until Friday midday and then I'm yeah. in Melbourne for a few days and then I'm back to China. Wow. All righty. Let's get into it. What are you doing in China? Uh, In China, I'm working um, with a children's theatre company called the Art Space for Kids, which is a – yeah, it's it's really great. Uh, (laughs) They import uh, bespoke children's works from all over the world um, and have theatres in Hangzhou, Nanjing, uh, Beijing and Shanghai. Uh, and and bring tours over, but also have a few educational arms where they um, run projects with kids aged between four to nine. Um, and we have a, a 
a 14-week program called Creation Lab, um, where we work with kids in a couple of different styles of theatre and then and process drama, and put together oh. a yeah yeah. So it's like it's like immersive immersive learning wow. um, in theatre for kids, uh, and also summer camp. It's been great fun. That is so cool. And how mm. long have you been doing that for? I've been in Beijing for about five months. Um, then did some summer camps, which took me uh, south to Hangzhou, and now I'm based in Shanghai. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> if someone had asked you, like, you know, two or three years ago about, you know, where you saw yourself, would you oh, have yeah. have known that it would have been something no. like this? No way. No way. <laughs> I don't even think if you'd asked me um, – 12 months ago because yep. it was just just the way that life goes. I was, I was in such a different position 12 months ago to where I am now yeah. and my hair was a lot shorter. So I guess maybe it's just <laughs> – It's in the hair. Get a cut. <laughs> it's, it is. It's like, it's like Samson. Is it Samson had, had his, all this power in his hair? Oh, really? That That's it. very cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I'll have to do some research. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be fair, that's pretty much all I know about it. <laughs> and it's mostly from a Regina Spector song, so I don't oh. know that I can be really the authority on it. <laughs> no, I, I just don't know anything about that story, but I'm going to get educated because it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, get into it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, so how did, how did you come about that opportunity? Uh, I w- was really lucky that I was asked by Fiona McDonald. Um, from Imaginary Theatre after I'd worked with Fee and Tom from Imaginary on a project last year with uh, for Festival 2018, the Com Games, oh, um, with Punch Drunk. Yeah. Yeah, doing immersive theatre in schools on the Gold Coast. Uh, and then uh, worked with Fee and Tom again on Power Kids, which was a, um, is a uh, an artist-led um, sort of rotating installation or workshop series for zero to five year olds at the powerhouse. Oh, I think it's cool. on every Tuesday. Little plug. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Really great, yeah, really great program and free. But I worked with Tom uh, with Fee a few times, um, and she was uh, had been going back and forward to Shanghai to work with the ASK um, as in sort of like a, a consultant role um, and then also setting up some of their programs. And she uh, asked if I would like to go over. Um, and so I've been the, the longest brought over international artist. Um, wow. Which was a, it was a, yeah, it was a bit of a feeling <laughs> out process for everybody. Yeah. It was a time where I was homeless in China for about a month. Wow. Um, but, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I unfortunately I do know. I have been homeless a few times, but um, not in China. That's new to me. Yeah, it turns out in China there are just places where foreigners can't live. Um, what? Who knew that? That's outrageous. <laughs> it is. <sighs> and I only found out once I'd already moved in. So that was fun. Wow. Um, yeah. How did you get out of that pickle? Oh, look, there's been a few pickles over in China. Um, and I've mostly, I, the unfortunate thing is. <laughs> I don't is, mean to laugh at you. I'm laughing at your resilience. No, it's amazing. <laughs> Good girl. It's really, no, it's Good woman. Um, <laughs> the unfortunate thing is I realised um, before I started travelling um, that I rely a lot on 
on like wit and charm and kind of a personable energy, which normally is conveyed through speech. Um, <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> and when I got to China, I was like, oh, shit, Mandarin's a bit hard. Um, oh, so no. I can't really I can't really talk to people. Um, it's only so far you get by just saying Tingu Dog, which is I hear but I do not understand. Oh. And then they kind of laugh and then leave you alone. Oh. But I worked out really quickly how to say, um, hello, I am Australian. <laughs> I want red wine. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And that's just you need essentially that. all I've been using to get by. Um uh, <laughs> You're amazing. Holy moly. Okay. Okay. Well, well, you've just blown my mind. Okay. I'm just backing backing back a little bit. So, yeah, before, so before you got to China, did you know how to speak Mandarin? Oh, yeah, fluently. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> no? Um, no. Nah. And it's really hard. Wow. Really like but this is, I would, this is my new favourite fact about Mandarin. Um, and not the uh, fruit. <laughs> And not the fruit and not the citrus, the zesty sorry. citrus fruit. Oh, I'm so um, sorry. Yep. <laughs> no, don't, don't be because it's, it is good. It's a great anecdote. It's a bit different when you're living it. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> China is exhausting. Um, <laughs> but it's great. It's great. It's kind of the west. Anyway, then yeah. my, new favorite, my new favorite fact I've learned about Mandarin, which I only learned just as I was going to the airport last time, was because um, it's a tonal language. So there mm-hmm. are four tones for every Sound and if the t- if you say the wrong tone, it makes the word mean something completely different. Oh no! So there's <laughs> yeah. So there's, when you say thank you, you say xie xie, and then you have to say it like xie xie. It's kind of like down dot. But if oh. you say it, if you say two downward strokes like xie xie, it means you're saying crab crab. And now, <laughs> I'm just imagining you in that situation, you know? Yeah, it is. It's, it's this gone. was a lovely meal. I'm so pleased you had me over. Crab, crab. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. But now I know it. It's kind of like a secret power where it just, it's a secret power of making me look like an idiot. But I don't know if I ever want to say thank you correctly again. Yeah, like it's uh, too fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's great, but no, I don't. The humor doesn't translate. In oh. China either. <laughs> oh no! Of, what is that? Oh my gosh, I that's fascinating. It is. It's really. It's what great, is the but humor there? Times I want to say to people that like, I'm very funny. I'm very funny in the West. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. I should tell people I'm funny in China. Yeah, you say, I'm very funny. I'm very funny in China. <laughs> Believe me. So, what do they <laughs> what do they find funny? Um, uh, mostly foreigners fucking up. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's great. Which is which means actually I am quite funny. Yeah, China. just in a in an unintentional way. Yeah. yeah, but there's a lot of times where I'll do something and then. Um, oh, oh Wagorin, which is like foreigners, person of another country. And you know, just hear it all the time. You're like, oh, what am I doing now? Um, but I, otherwise, the, the humor for kids is pretty much standard. Um, toilet humor is funny, people falling over is funny. And yeah. I mean, kids have been, <laughs> I don't know how funny I am actually to, um, 
to Chinese locals who are adults yeah. because I don't spend as much time with them as I do with the kids. Yeah. But uh, to the kids, I'm hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But, but like, let's I'm be honest, they night. know what's up. They get it. They do know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> they are the best for comedy. Oh, yeah. And then, and they'll tell you when you're not funny as well. Which yeah, is also keeps you humble. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what are what are your adventures um, moving forward? So, what do you what do you got going on? Tell us about that. Um, going. Oh, I'm, I did a bit of a stupid thing in that. Like, I was like, I have to do a visa run to Australia, and I haven't seen my friends or my family in six months. I can't wait to see them. I'm going to devote all my time to that. Oh, no, actually, I'm doing projects as well. Um, so, <laughs> whoops. Um, so, I, I am going, Big Sound is on tonight, starts tonight. Yes, so yes. I, yeah, I made a big puppet for them last year, so I'm going to jump into the big puppet and have a rove around um, over the next couple of days. Very cool. And then... Yeah, before flying back to China, I sort of fell into the world of film a little bit last year, um, and and this year I went over to the UK working on a film, a couple of films. Oh, um, congratulations! But, That's so cool. Yeah, it was great. It was a nice uh, foray into the world because I had not travelled overseas before heading there, so it's been a wow. out of the fried pan into the fire this oh. year. <laughs> Wow, that's that's really cool. I I don't I don't often meet other people around my age bracket that haven't travelled yet either. So that's oh, you cool. haven't either? No, and not for lack of wanting to. I've wanted to yeah, for exactly, like right? since I was eighteen, but I just have had grown up stuff that had to come first. Me too. Yeah, me too. And I was always like, I'll go over when when there's work. I'll go over with work because I yeah. found so much. I got. It's it's bloody hard working as an artist in oh, and when you're trying to emerge, oh, hundred yeah. percent. And you're like, if I'm not working, I'm getting this thing where like if I stop running, I'm afraid my legs will fall off. Mm. And that's kind of the thing about going overseas is I've got to do these amazing things and meet amazing people. So um, cool. And yeah, but I still get that huge fear of of like, but. I, I love all of this stuff in Brisbane and I was getting work in Brisbane. So if yeah. I leave Brisbane, yeah. do I – does everything that I've worked on and for disappear? Mm, I um, definitely not. It's so nice to hear you express like really authentically those fears because it's so relatable definitely yeah. for myself and it will be for other people and yet I can look at – I can look at it from the other side and and look at yourself and where you're at and and see that you're only adding to your own own value by leaving. You know, like if you come back, everyone's just going to jump on you and be like, "Oh my god, Caitlin, do this yeah, for us," you know. And literally, and that's really probably nice. what's happened, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has. Which yeah. is also a double-edged sword because I'm like, but my mum's cross with me because I have not. Oh, you poor mum. You just have to take her. You just have to take her with you everywhere you go. Oh, I've had a chat with her about China. I don't think she's that keen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. So like, and I'm kind of scared because I'm like, oh, my cat's getting old. I don't want my cat to die while I'm away. Oh, <laughs> all the real but life like, stuff too. All yeah. the real life stuff mm. and stuff like I get the other thing as well is because in China you can't access any social media really because there's a massive firewall block. You can't get Facebook or oh Instagram. My God, or, what? 
Yeah, so just trying oh. to maintain a life and maintain connection yeah. with people. Yeah. In a way, it's been great because I can only get on it every now and again. Yeah. If I really want it with it, like I have to jump the wall with a program. Um, and you kind of see everyone again. <laughs> I'm imagining yeah. you in like cyber world, like dressed like a really cool ninja, like jumping the wall and being like, I'm through. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally, I feel like half like the time I'm in my flat with, with my other, like um, I'm living with two other expats. Um, and I'm like, I get over with my VPN and I'm like, oh, it's like I'm a hacker. I'm like, I'm in. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> As they're watching Netflix, they're like, yeah, chill. <laughs> That's so cool. Everything's just heightened for me. Yeah. Um, but being away and, and not like, yeah, not being able to access social media, so not having the comparison thing um, and and trying to sell yourself and sell your image and sell all of that. Double-edged also, sword. Yeah, cultivate mm. what other people get to see of you. Um, mm. I, I don't, I don't really get to do that, um, mm. which is great. But I also don't get to see anything that's going on, yeah. and I also can't can't authentically tell people what's happening. So I just go radio silent for weeks and weeks and weeks, and eventually someone will be like, "Have you become an agent for Chime? Are you a spy now?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, I'm just. I can't work my phone." <laughs> I think because you have left such a mark in such a wonderful way in Brisbane, like I don't, I don't know how much you did interstate, but I, I certainly know so much from you. Like I've, I, this is really our first proper chat, <laughs> which is lovely. I know. But I, I know so yeah. much from you from all the thing, wonderful things that you have done um, here in Brisbane. That I think you've just like left such a such a lovely presence, even though you're not here. That you're probably just. You're probably just gaining mystery and intrigue in the best possible way, as it's much as it sucks no your end. Yeah, no, totally. Because we're like, what? Where is she? Go- what is she doing? She's doing something awesome, but we can't see it. You know? Yeah, no. Honestly, I'm just still being a massive dickhead. It's just in a place <laughs> where it's not. It's probably not as endearing. <laughs> oh well, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I feel like they've blo- they've got the firewall there. Something's yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm honestly, I'm. I, the only reason I left is just so that I could collect more stories, so that when I came back, I could be like, listen to this. Yeah. Um, well, what an I'm incredible only... adventure! Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I have you yeah. like what have? Is there any crazy things that you've learned that you that you feel have impacted you as an artist? Oh, heaps, yeah. heaps of things. Um, I'm a much stronger. I didn't think when I before I left that I was a very good facilitator. Um. I'm not very good at – I wasn't very good at writing lesson plans and um, I wasn't very good with time management and anybody who's ever employed me will know that I'm the, literally the worst with paperwork. So much that there's lots of projects that I've never got paid for because people were like, send me an invoice. And I was like, I will. And then I didn't, um, which is so bad. Um, I'm just surprised because like <laughs> – Man, I, I'm invoicing everything. I, I need that moolah. <laughs> yeah, mate, I need it as well, but I yeah. also don't know what it is. I just get this weird affront where I'm like, oh, I'll do it later. Oh. And, then, <laughs> and then the financial year passes and you're like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> my project's done. Um, yeah, uh, and same with tax. Whoops, uh, that's fine. <laughs> I don't live in the country anymore. Chase me down. I feel like those people aren't listening to this podcast. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. My accountant did find me on Facebook and was like, "Where are you?" I was oh. like, I'm in China. He was like, "I'm getting, I'm getting notices from the HR with your name on it." And I was like, 
Oh, do you think I'll get extradited? It's a free flight. So, I'm just hanging out for that now. Oh, no. So oh, I my God. Where were we? I okay, yeah, so learning. <laughs> I learning. I've learned yeah. that um, you, I still think, like, you can you can change these notions that you've held about yourself mm. and that sometimes a new scene or like just transposing yourself into a new place is a really great way to kind of do that because oh, I love that. I, yeah, even like I'm I'm quite good at paperwork in China. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love that for like that could be a bit like that could be a real regular comic bit for you. <laughs> I'm great at this yeah, in China. Type, yeah. Like, just if anything's falling apart, Maggie, look, I'm great at it in China. Yeah, but honestly, you should see me in China because I'm like the poster child for paperwork in China. That's so good. And it's, it feels really, it feels like, um, like quite fraudulent because people will be like, oh, you're so organised. So I'm like, well, <laughs> oh, yeah. This is my alter, alter ego. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a full lie. Um <laughs> you, sh- you should be careful. The word will get out, and everyone will expect you to invoice over here. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Yeah, it only benefits them if I don't invoice. Anyway, it's very silly. That um, is true. So that, like, you can kind of you can challenge like even your own conceptions or like pre preconceived notions about yourself mm. um, at any point. Because mm. I really love facilitating now, and I feel really. Like, very strong at it and um that's wonderful uh, yeah it which is great which is something that I don't think I would have um I don't think I would have trusted myself with maybe so much in an Australian context I love it and I love working with kids but it was mostly play-based stuff and I didn't feel really like qualified to teach things um um and then I guess it's it's also like having the support of of it's a bit of, it was a good tick when when Fee asked me to go and getting sent over I felt really like oh I can do yeah, this yeah yeah it's a nice bolster from people but also getting you back can do that is really well. important I think yeah I think like yeah. as much as it's important to make make it that for yourself um, support is everything. <laughs> Like in every realm of life, like it's kind of important. In the long term, it it, make, it means a lot. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And also, like I, I learned I was never good at asking for help. I've never really been great at asking for help. Yeah. Um, but when you can't speak the language and you don't know where you are in a foreign <laughs> country, you really have to. Yeah. And it taught me that it's, it's, not, um, it's not embarrassing to do that it, no. and people don't. No one's sitting back going like, oh, yeah, just, yeah, you wait, because in a second she's going to ask for help. Oh, yeah, look, there she did. Well, yeah, well, we all, <laughs> oh, yeah, we all knew you were going to ask yeah. for help. Of course. So people, yeah, you just, if yeah. you ask for help, like, you're like, oh, what does this menu say? Because I don't want to order intestines again. <laughs> um, and so I'm going to be like, oh, here you go. This is a. These are chips, or like this is chicken nuggets. <laughs> it's, just, it's it's a lot nicer. Oh no, um, I understand that because I I um I moved I moved up to I lived in Byron for a while. I was from Victoria, and then I um, moved to Queensland, and then I was yeah. going through like a challenging time in my life as well, where I was doing a bunch of healing stuff and kind of doing everything alone and. 
and it kind of forced me into a super vulnerable place where I either could I could either start to open myself up, be a bit vulnerable, and and trust in in anyone, trust in people, mm. Um, mm. or not. But I knew it wasn't going to be good if I didn't. You know, so I, I totally yeah. understand what that's like to sort of be put in pushed into that position. And I think having having gone through that myself and coming to the other side of that, I feel like I'm so grateful now to to be able to be someone that that can ask as much as I, I give because it's kind of like you you start to actually really discover the richness of relationships from that place. Like before then Absolutely. everyone's kind of holding back not wanting to impose or or share or and and like that's yeah. the richness of like that's where relationships really live in that place when that's you actually right. are having that exchange it's yeah yeah it's such a yeah it's, it's so important it is it's such a and, and also like cultivating those relationships because i'm sure i mean i mean i know so many empaths that, that are intrinsically people who are intrinsically empathic because because of being artistic, mm-hmm. um, that you, when someone asks me for help, I'm I'm really glad. Yeah, I'm really glad that I'm in a position where they feel that they can trust me to ask for help, and also that I am able to give it. So, yeah. and often like try to offer help, and when someone refuses me, I'm like, just take, just take it. Yeah, just help. But yeah. when it's myself, I'm like, oh no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I think I've learned that's way, relatable too way more about being just being okay to ask in in any context mm. and to connect with people and reach out and say like hey we haven't met or um hey i'm lonely and i want a friend or hey i really need some help with this thing would you mind could you do you have any insight or um i think just just tightening the net for the, yeah. everything's a, and um also a few years ago getting to read and well really listen to amanda palmer's book um, the art of asking is my like, number one recommendation. Oh, for, I'm going to get onto oops. that. <laughs> Make it onto it. I will. Yeah, Audio book best if you've got the time. Oh, beautiful. Or, or, you know, yeah, it's really lovely. And it's all about that sort of notion of being an artist and and um, cultivating a community, making sure the net is there. That's mm. that's tight enough that it can catch you if you need to fall and I think um, it's like trusting as well like that if you ask for help and that person can help you out and does that there's going to be an opportunity in the future where you can you know where you can help them and continue that relationship and I think the thing for me too was learning as well that it was just as important to do all that as it was to know that if that exchange isn't happening back and forth then that's mm. a sign that it's not working and to just and to just put on the brakes because yeah. then then it can get out of balance the other way too if you're always asking for help and and they never they never yeah. you know ask you for help then it can become this imbalance and no one's exactly. you know it's not it's not an attack on anyone like but that it's just it's not a healthy grounds for you know for a good no. rich rich relationship back and forth Absolutely, and to understand as well that, like, also if you if you do ask for help and somebody's not able to provide that, you are it is it's an ask, not a demand. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. And, and someone else being able to say no, and also giving other people the permission to say no, um, going like, "Hey, can you do this?" It is okay if not. Oh, not yeah, exactly. Yeah, yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, but I used to always preface things like it's something really simple, like, "Hey, can." 
you know, could you, um, can I have a cup of tea? It's fine if no, that's okay as well. Like that was from a place of self-doubt. Yeah. Doubting the the um, validity of asking or like my my right to ask. Yeah. Rather than actually giving the other person a genuine option to say no. Yeah. Meg, we could go into this for hours. Oh, I love it. It's great. <laughs> I love that we've found our way here on a common on a common like connection or passion. Like obviously yeah. it's something that um, we've both found value in. So that's, yeah. how, that's how we've come to it. And I think it's kind of it's kind of human as well. Everyone everyone that I've spoken to has this fear of like, am I good enough? Am I okay? Am I allowed to do art? Am I allowed to do mm. am I allowed to ask for help? Am I allowed to ask for money for my art? Am mm. I is this or am I just a massive fraud and everyone hates me and when I go away will I disappear? Like it's mm. just I think it's the human condition of just mm. seeking um, validation, like validity. Or and I think it's that- like it can be really prevalent among artists as well because unfortunately yeah. like there's just a, there's a real misunderstanding I think in, in, our, in, in the value that we provide the, mm. the community in what we do. Mm. And also we end mm. up spending all of our time with our, with our community, like with ourselves as artists. Pretty much all my mates are artists. Mm. Um, everyone that I end up talking to is but pretty much an artist. Yeah. Um, I I spend most of my time around all my best mates are artists. My partner's an artist. We we just it is we kind of get enveloped in this world, and I don't know if anybody really has the key to to the outside because we're not getting those different perspectives. Even though yeah. that's the point of art is to show these different perspectives so oh. much. I think we only end up showing hundred percent the artist's perspective. Oh, hundred percent. Um, yeah. I felt that recently I've just been broadening my my connections more to really be interested in in people that are, have nothing like have nothing in common with me like but yeah. like we have the connection of being humans <laughs> you know and then Mate, it's like finding out all go about to China you'll love it <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> but it's it is nice because um, yeah that in itself definitely does balance out. Um, an artistic perspective too but it's still important I find to um, find myself in the company of people that have an appreciation for art you know yes so that yeah, so that yeah. they can still value like what I'm doing and and be interested in that's finding it. out about what I love and as much that's as I it. am about them you know but it's also like we make we make our whole it's so dangerous to make your whole identity being an artist mm-hmm. as when all your mates are artists and even if you're spending time with people that like you said, it's important to spend time with people who still have an appreciation for it yeah. so that they can um, – they, they value what I do. Yeah. But I, I used to find that I would I would link what I do with what I am. Mm. Um, and then and then, and then when you're doing – you're making an output, I got really frozen with being able to make work at all because I was like, this is a – this is a representation of me. Oh, and I'm yeah. Only- you give it, like, we, I should say, we can give it way too much value. Like Way too much value. Yeah. Like, this is all that I am. And if I put this on show, it's all of me. I'm only showing it to my friends because mm. my friends are the ones that are here. And if they don't like it, if they're critical of it in an, in an artistic sense, well, are they critical of me? Yeah. And I just got really stunted with making work. Yeah. Um, it's real rough. It's got to be a lot I, more liberated than that. Hey, like. Got her. Yeah. Got her. Also, you don't, there's a great, um, there's a great analogy or like a, like a 
like not a like an Aesop's fable, I want to say, but it's not. I've forgotten the word. Um, about a, like a pottery class, mm. and the pottery class was split down the middle, and the the teacher gave each class um, the the task of side A. You're going to be graded on um, the quality of one pot that you make. Yeah, you just make, you only have to make one, but I, we're just going to grade you on the quality of that one pot. And yeah. class side B. You you're going to get graded on the amount of pots that you can make. So just this quality, this quantity, just go. <laughs> and they both sit about, and class A you know, sweats and and thinks for ages about what, how to make the perfect pot. And then, and class side B just makes. And then when it comes to grading time, class side A they've got a really good pot. It's really nice, but class side B, who's made heaps, ultimately has the better pot. Because ah. they've been able to just test. I love and that. Learn oh. from their learn from the actual practice of making. Yeah. So every time they made one and made a mistake, they wouldn't do it next time. Mm. So they just didn't have to stress about it. So if you just keep making, then you'll eventually mm. end up with something that is the the culmination of all of your successes and is really good. That is so cool. And I so oh, I just that resonates so much because I think I think what it is is like really getting comfortable with um, having, you know, if you're if you're wanting to be seen by the whole world, you know, which a lot of us are, like, you know, we're creating stuff and, and we want to share it with the world and we want to be seen and we want to be heard and there's nothing wrong with that and it's a very beautiful thing. But, like, if, if that's our sort of desire and that's something that's fueling us, then um, getting comfortable with, like, having the whole world step into your workspace and because yeah. that's what it is, because everything that we're putting out, whether it's like on like through social media or or um, performances or or workshopping things and having people in to collaborate with, like it's it's literally inviting everybody into your workspace and going, yeah, this mm. literally I'm a work in progress. Literally, this is a work in progress, and yeah. this can be a mess, and this can be brilliant, and it can be messy and then brilliant, or it can be brilliant and then messy. <laughs> I like, but like, but like, this is a true reflection of my life. (laughs) Yeah, but but I think that's where it takes a lot of bravery because it's easy to invite someone into a workspace when you've prepped it in advance and you've had two hours to clean it up. Yeah, that's (laughs) and only display your best best work. Yeah, but like, like social media, but you mm, can't make your life like Facebook. No, and and even on Facebook, yeah, yeah. And even and even on Facebook, it's nice to have an open workshop. It's nice to, it's nice to let people see the mess and the the good and the the messy and and all of the stuff because it's more authentic. It's more inspiring for your peers, I mm. think, and it's more true, mm. you know. And and it, it takes is. away that stigma then of that everything has to be on the money. That's right, and yeah. I think, but also it it can be. I think we should all strive for it. I think we should. Mm. I think we should all do it. And the other thing that I think is really easy to forget, <laughs> and it sounds really silly, is like really be nice to each other mm. and don't don't say anything that you wouldn't or like or do anything that you wouldn't want. You wouldn't be proud to then say in front of that person as well, mm. or you wouldn't feel okay to do that. Yeah. It's really interesting, like just that the competitive nature of the kind of the industry and the fact that all of our friends are our peers, are our competitors, are like you know, 
everyone's in this circle. We're all trying to strive for the same thing, but it feels like there's not enough of it to go around. Everyone's going hungry for work. But it, and it, it can get really easy to kind of shoot people down and, mm-hmm. and look for chinks in the armour. Yeah. But if you're not looking for them, man, then you just get to stand back and look at look at the armour and how shiny it is. Yeah. And it's, it's really it's, – it's far more beautiful to behold it in all of its – glory rather than to to look at it apart building your own i I think i mixed about six metaphors Mm, i love it oh you're talking my language you got to build your own castle right and i think and i think because and it's easy to and and i wonder if this like is a more global thing if it's because you know in australia it's so easy to compare ourselves to our you know our bigger brothers and sisters you know (laughs) like like america Mm. America or even Mm. what's happening in the uk and and it's just that's you know and and if we do compare ourselves to that we're always going to feel inadequate because the reality is we're a younger country you know yeah. we're like the younger yeah. sibling and and yeah. and so and then if that colors into everything that we do then that's when we start to undercut ourselves and the reality is we we can build an empire together you know and 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 we we need to be okay with starting from from where we're at, you know, like and yeah. not and and seeing that the future is, is only going to be more abundant if we follow that path. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Like it's and, it's self destructive otherwise to just sort of yeah to not support your your peers and support what's happening in the community. Mm, the yield is so much more fruitful and more enjoyable when it is um, shared. Mm. Like food food is for sharing. And um, so abundant, uh, like it can yeah. it can be like ten times as abundant the minute we start to invest in each other and ourselves. Oh, totally. Yeah. And the, I mean, ultimately, the whole point, the whole reason—I don't mean to be a martyr. I feel like a bit of a martyr, but, no, no. but I, I, know, I, but I know like, that a lot of people will life, just hear it and be like, "Yeah, that's how I feel." Yeah. <laughs> and we all have bad days. Like, <laughs> like God, I'm not perfect. I'm always making making like missteps here and there and just learning oh, yeah, along absolutely. the way, you know? Mm. Absolutely. And it's I, I do it too. I'm like, well, oh, what if when I leave then everybody forgets me and then well, who's going to do the things that I've been doing? That's my job. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> like, well, That's yeah. like just like our beautiful inner child. <laughs> just needs oh, love, yeah. you know? <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, just sh- sh- have a nap, okay? <laughs> have <laughs> a like, nap. Oh, I'm upset about what's going on in the park. We're going to Disneyland. Like, what? someone else is allowed to play on the swings while you're on the roller coaster. It's okay. <laughs> swings will still be there. You can all share. I love it. Oh, it's been so nice having a chat to you. Can we finish on yeah. a silly game? Yes, please. Okay. What is what's a topic that you know very little about? <laughs> the first thing that comes into your head. Um, I was going to say sports, but I feel like that's such a cop-out answer for like, a person to give. Like, uh, <laughs> it's a real specific sport. Like, what don't I know? Mum, what don't I know anything about? <laughs> She's looking at me. She's. We're on the clock, though. <laughs> this is good. We're including your mum. That's good. Yeah, okay. Mum just said, "You know a bit about everything, which is what your grand the granddad always said was good. Which is it's always nice to have a hype man in your corner, you know." <laughs> that's beautiful. No, that's how I stay humble. Is I've got Mum scratching her lip in the backyard in the sunshine. Oh, yeah, she's thought of something. Okay, what is it? Yeah, 
These are lovely quotes. You said, what you don't know, you're willing to learn, which is really lovely. <laughs> All lovely quotes. doesn't help us with the game. <laughs> I love it. No, let's go okay, with the quotes. Does she have another quote? I'm loving them. Do you have another quote, Mum? Oh, no. Now we've – it doesn't have to be specific to me, but <laughs> from anyone. What's the insight of the day? Um, oh, yeah. Mum's just said, Granddad always liked the, the quote, hang slack and cop it sweet. <laughs> just <laughs> no, one's, no one in the family really knows what it means, but he was very <laughs> steadfast about it. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yep, hang slack and cop it sweet. Okay, granddad. <laughs> that is wicked. Unless, unless you're in mum likes to thine own self be true, which is Shakespeare. But she's gone back oh, inside now. Beautiful. Bug it off. Oh, I um, love that. Okay, let's let's pick a sport. Let's pick, <laughs> let's do let's it. Pick let's pick let's pick football. Oh, great. And you have a minute to tell me all of the facts. You you get to be an expert on football. So we get to, you know, you know, we yeah, mm. you get to be an expert actually, on football for a minute. No, this is this isn't really fair because I actually you, you know, know this about me, Dottie, but I actually know so much about football. Um Oh yeah, so cool. You should, yeah, you've really stitched yourself up here, mate, because <laughs> I am basically oh Tell football. us. That's how they call it. That's what they call it in um, uh, football is. How do you say football in China, in um, Mandarin? Uh, look, it's a tonal language. And honestly, <laughs> if I if I attend, I don't know. How do you say Did I, am I just offending people left, right and centre? Is it Mandarin? Mad- Mandarin or no, Mandarin? No, Mandarin. No, it is Mandarin. Mandarin. Okay. Yeah, it's Mandarin. <laughs> Good. And there's, there's, yeah, it's Mandarin, but there's, there's lots of different. There's, and then there's like Cantonese, and then there's Shanghainese, and then there's Beijing <laughs> accent, like dialects, and things. It's real it's tricky. All right, back um, to football. football. <laughs> anyway, back on the topic that I know heaps about football. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, football is a, it's a tricky sport because you never really know whether you're playing, what you're playing. Okay. And as the old saying goes, don't turn up to a soccer match with a rugby ball, um, as my granddad always said. Um, and yeah, football is a game primarily played with uh, with with feet. feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And balls. Yeah. Who would have known? Yeah. Hey, so you know a bit about football as well. Actually. Look, I'm no expert. Yeah. Export. You know, oh, <laughs> I'm no football export. Yes. I'm no football export to China. Export on football. I mean, it is the major export of um, of China. Oh. Yeah, that and um, oh, the other thing, you know. You oh, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, two more facts. Yeah. Two more facts. Um, okay, football is um, – Football, football was actually the, the biggest sport that was played at my high school. Um, oh, what high school is that for our fact board? <laughs> Kebra Park. Just in case from, we need that later. From the Gold Coast. Kebra. <laughs> yeah, really school with a really good reputation. Um, <laughs> strong. Um, so football was played at Kebra Park. Yep. Football is sometimes called soccer and football, depends what one you're talking about. And football is um, – <laughs> Yeah, let's get real creative now. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, shit. Um, <laughs> football would be, would be a shit game to play in space. It's true. Because 
um, for football. <laughs> now you're on a roll. I'm going to hang up and you're going to be like, oh, I'm on fire. <laughs> I will, I will Your mum's going to be hearing about it all day. I want to get off a phone call and be like, well, I wasn't funny enough on no, that. No, you're that amazing. Trust it, me. But this, tell you what, Dottie, this bit would kill in China. <laughs> Beautiful. That's great. It's such <laughs> a good bit. Oh, do you do stand-up? Um, yes. If you do, no, that's, no, if you do no, or no. if you will, that will need to be in there. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Dottie will, says so. It won't. It won't go off in China because the only people I can do stand up to are expats, and they'll all be like, "Oh damn it, that was my bit." <laughs> oh no, we'll leave it there. I've, I'm very okay. impressed with your footy facts. Oh, thanks so much. They're really good. I'm glad we picked it. Have Clearly, you? I do know nothing about. I football. think it's safe to say you know a lot more about football than I do. <laughs> hey, well now we just know about. Now we know the same amount because I've just told you everything I know. Oh, we're brilliant. So, yeah. <laughs> it is amazing. Now, I would say if people want to follow what you're doing, <laughs> how can they do that? They can, but literally, they can, they can go to my, China and stalk you. They can follow my really dead Instagram page and my really dead Facebook page because oh. it can't access anything. Do you have, have, do you have a bunch of photos, though? Can you just... Can you just like pump it all through while you're back home? I should, yeah. I should do a big photo dump. I'm yeah, pretty much capable of arm at everything. Um, and my website is caitlinstrongarm.com. But, again, it's another thing that needs updating. At least share um, a couple of photos. I will. At most, I will share just blow up, blow up social media. I will. <laughs> blow I'm it up. tag you in everything. <laughs> do it. <laughs> so um, if they want to find you on Instagram for when you do your updates when you come back, it is, yes. what is it? What did you say? It's Caitlin. It's just Caitlin Strongarm, C-A-I-T-L-I-N-S-T-R-O-N-G-A-R-M. Pretty much everything is Caitlin Strongarm. Amazing. And then Facebook too? Yeah, Facebook. Facebook is Strongarm Makes. Oh, groovy. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. The biggest narcissist in the world. (laughs) Uh, No, I, I love it. I adore it. I would beat you in narcissism, I'm sure. <laughs> I have no shame. but you Mate, know, it's healthy. It's I have no shame, but then I realise that I can ha- be less defensive about that now. So I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, I'm letting myself humble, humble down. Do it. Also, <laughs> but also, at first I was just like, no, I own it. I'm it. <laughs> you know? Dottie, Dottie isn't, isn't your, like, legal name, is it? Uh, Dorothy. Oh, okay. That's fine. But it wasn't. But yeah, fun fact. I that didn't used to be my name. <laughs> yeah, because strong arm isn't my name either. Oh, did you get it legally changed? Mm, it's a, it's like legally it's Armstrong, but I've been going by strong arm for so long that it's oh. now become like a legal alias. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. That so sounds so cool. Yeah, but it's true. I kind of feel like the narcissism is. I kind of feel less less like guilty about being narcissistic because I'm like, well, it's not even my real name, so it's not I even really it. narcissism. But do you know what? I'm I'm just like really adamant that I'm going to be. I'm going to work hard at being fabulous, and I think yeah. everyone should know that I'm trying. <laughs> That's my stance. I don't like. You know what I mean. And if that's narcissism, it's narcissism. I don't care. Like I've I've met some like dangerous narcissists in my time. I know I'm not them, so it's fine. Yeah. Like I'm not harming anyone. True. All right. Well, okay. Well, I'll go out in solidarity with you as well. I'd love that. 
We'll be not narcissists. Yeah, narcissists. I love it. We'll get naughty. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, be careful with how you pronounce it, though. Oh, oh. Because you don't don't want to get too naughty. No, no. It's easy to uh, be politically incorrect. (laughs) It's really easy to to stray with that one. Easy with a lot of things I'm (laughs) learning lately. It's a big education. Anyway, look, I bet it, I bet I bet I'll let you go. I feel like so easy for saying that. I bet I'll let you go. Isn't that funny? Yeah, right. Because we're not right. we're well, not comfortable with saying get lost. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 this conversation has ceased now. All right, well, hooroo. We'll I'll chat to you later then. Oh, bye. But um, okay, I've actually it's actually devastating. I could talk to you all day. <laughs> You're a really well, lovely chat. Do- <laughs> Thanks, mate. It was really lovely to chat with you. Yeah, we'll be nice. Try and um. Maybe look, try and catch up. You're going to be I in China, them. but oh, look, I'll be in China. But I can. <laughs> if I want to go to this, China, I can. You can come. Look, um, I, I'll see. <laughs> it's not in the budget the this week. Are a bit tricky, but it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, uh, um, I can. The good news is I can read Facebook messages. I just they come through, but I can't respond to them. So I can always <laughs> read. <laughs> that is so wrong. But we'll just yeah. laugh. We'll just yeah. laugh. That's kind yeah. of hilarious. So can, I'm like, just send me nice things and I'll just send you'll you know nice that I'm things. glowing on the inside. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I will definitely send you nice things. Great. I'll in actuality, I will like, do that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but we will definitely be in touch when, when the time happens. Okay. Um, Sounds great. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'll, I'll catch you later, mate. All right. Oh, uh, hooroo. <laughs> All right, I'll let you go. Okay, bye. All right, yeah, it's been been, been a treat. You're awesome. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. James, Yo. what's better than a rotating cast of hosts? Oh, I don't know, maybe the obscure sport ferret legging where people put ferrets down their pants. Or Graham, the 52 hertz whale, the loneliest whale in the world. How about everyone's favourite Christian radio program, Ranger Bill? Whoa, who the hell this? are you? Who the, what are you doing here? I came prepared with a 45-minute lecture on international humanitarian okay, law. Where do people keep coming All from? these people oh, in our... Where? Uh, we host now. Yeah, oh, we're, we're, oh. we're the new hosts. Of what? Of unfeatured articles, everyone's favourite Wikipedia-based podcast where we dive into the depths of Wikipedia to find articles that aren't necessarily featured. Uh, Check us out everywhere you check out podcasts. It's free. Podcasts are free. iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and other things. Love you. Thanks, kids. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.